everyone, this is Krish, host of the Kids Book Review Podcast, for kids, by kids. On this episode, I'm going to talk about a book that gave me goosebumps. It was so spooky and thrilling that I couldn't put it down. It's called It Found Us by Lindsay Curie. This book is a spooky mystery about a 12-year-old girl named Hazel Woods. Hazel has a knack for solving mysteries and she can't resist a good sleuthing adventure, even when her parents warn her not to get involved. The story gets really interesting when Hazel secretly follows her brother, Dan, and his friends to a cemetery for a game of hide-and-seek. But things take a scary turn when Dan's friend Everett disappears. Hazel, Dan and her friend Maggie then embark on a frantic search to find Everett. As they investigate, they encounter a terrifying ghost with its mouth soon shut. Hazel and Den have to figure out who this ghost is and why it's doing what it's doing. I won't give away any more of the plot, but let me tell you, this book had me on the edge of my seat. The mystery elements combined with the horror elements made for a thrilling read. Now everyone, brace yourselves and hold on to your headphones. I am going to raise the level of awesomeness on this episode as we bring on board Max from across the pond to review with me the book It Found Us by Lindsay Curie. Hi Max, how are you? Thanks for joining the Kids Book Review podcast. I'm so excited to have you on my podcast show. Uh, Thank you, I'm also very excited to be here. Max, can you share more about you to my listeners? Uh, Hi, I'm Max. I love to read and write. I wrote a book last summer, and it might get published soon. I'm very excited about that. I live in uh, Jersey City, New Jersey, in America, and I'm 11 years old. I'm so excited to have the opportunity to be on your podcast. That's awesome. I'm looking forward to read your book. Now let's talk about the book, It Found Us, by Lindsay Curie. I thoroughly enjoyed reading it. Hazel, the 12-year-old main character of the book, is brave and curious. Hazel also looks to run a podcast in the book, which adds an interesting dimension to the story. What did you think about Hazel as a character, Max? Uh, Hazel won't stop for anything to get to the core of a good mystery, even when she probably should. I see her as a very determined individual who has a burning passion for mysteries. It it really adds a lot to the story. Spot on. Now let's talk about the spooky stuff in the book. Did it give you the chills, Max? It certainly did for me. There were moments when I was reading, I could feel my heart racing. The mystery in the story kept me hooked from the beginning to the end. Oh yes, especially when the ghosts were first introduced. The police had no idea which added a level of suspense into the story. The ending was a roller coaster of emotions. I won't spoil it, but it had its surprises, twists, and a satisfying end. As I finished the book, it took a little while to shake off the spooky feeling. What did you think, Max? Me too. There were so many bits and pieces to the story that I just couldn't put together. That kept me reading. It was so satisfying when everything came together at the end. It, re- it really was scary, like you said. What was your favourite part of the book? Did you have any favourite moments as well? Um, my favourite part was towards the middle of the book 
where small details were analyzed. I felt like a real-life Hazel while trying to figure out what everything meant. How about you, Krish? The part in the story where the kids play hide-and-seek in a cemetery was quite interesting and terrifying at the same time. I liked that part too. That part was really scary, but I wanted to know what would follow it. So, Max, do you recommend the book to our listeners? Yes, 100%. It's truly one of the best ones that I've ever read. It had a good plot mixed in with intriguing characters. So, everyone, Max and I love the book, It Found Us, by Lindsay Curie. It Found Us is a great book for kids who love spooky stories and mysteries. Go grab a copy and check it out. Max, thanks for joining me and my listeners on this episode of the Kids Book Review Podcast. It was so much fun chatting with you. Thanks for having me. I had fun too. Bye, Max. Now it's time for one of my favourite segments, Riddle Time! The riddle is a bit spooky, keeping with the theme of our book. So get ready to put on your thinking caps. Here it goes. In shadows deep, where silence reigns, amongst the stones, my secret remains. I'm a puzzle of whispers from days gone by, where memories linger and spirits sigh. What am I? That was fun. This riddle is a toughie. Give it your best shot. I'll repeat the riddle in an eerie voice again. In shadows deep, where silence reigns, amongst the stones, my secret remains. I'm a puzzle of whispers from days gone by, where memories linger and spirits sigh. What am I? Take your time and I'll spill the beans on the answer later in the episode. Happy puzzling and may the riddle-solving force be with you. Now it's time for a segment on the show that's always fascinating. Author's Corner! In this episode, we have the incredible Lindsay Curie in the spotlight. Lindsay is an award-winning author of five middle grade novels, including The Peculiar Incident on Shady Street, Scritch Scratch, What Lives in the Woods, The Girl in White and It Found Us. Lindsay grew up on Nancy Drew and she's taken her love for mysteries to a whole new level in her books. And here's a fun fact. When she's not weaving tales of suspense, Lindsay is out seeking adventures of her own in her city, Chicago. Oh, and did I mention she's a Disney World enthusiast? So without further ado, let's dive into Author's Corner with Lindsay Curie. Hi Lindsay, Welcome to the Kids Book Review Podcast. Hello, thank you so much for having me. I loved reading It Found Us. What drew you to this genre? And do you have a favourite spooky mystery from your childhood that inspired you? Oh, yes. Okay, so this is one of my favourite questions because I, I think, you know how there are some things about your personality that are just there, right? Like maybe it's a food that you really love and you don't remember when you started loving it, but you just do. That's how I am with spooky things, with ghosts and ghost stories. I have always loved them. So Halloween has always been my favorite. And I really think that when you are writing, if you have the chance to write about something you actually think is cool or care about, 
that's what you should write about because your reader can tell that you think it's interesting. So that's why I choose to write a lot about ghosts and ghost stories and ghost legends in history. That's one of the other things that I really like. Now, your second question about was there a spooky book in my childhood that influenced me? Yes, but I will say this, there weren't very many because when I grew up, we just didn't have as many middle grade books. Um, I don't know why, but there weren't quite as many books for that age group as there are now, but there was one called The Dollhouse Murders. It was so spooky. I remember literally like reading it back. This is before we had Kindles and I didn't have a, you know, a cell phone, nothing like that. I had a physical book and I was actually reading it in bed with a flashlight under my covers way past my bedtime. It was so spooky and wonderful. That's awesome. Now, speaking of your book, It Found Us is such a thrilling read. What sparked the idea for this particular story? And did you face any unique challenges while writing it? Oh, what a good question. So one of the things that I like to start with when I'm writing is history. Okay, so I'm a big fan of something that I call forgotten history or lost history. So that's things that happened. Maybe it's around Chicagoland. Often it is for me because that's where I live. Things that happened or people that nobody remembers, right? Or maybe they remember it, but they don't remember the story correctly. And that happens over time, right? When someone tells a story over and over again, sometimes it changes. Sometimes people make mistakes. And with this particular story, with It Found Us, my dad actually sent me a news article that was talking about this event. I'm going to be very careful so I don't give spoilers to all of your listeners, but this event that happened a really long time ago. And I thought, wow, I have never heard of this. It is so wild and in a lot of ways, very tragic. But one of those things I feel like people should know about and should hear about. And so I decided that that would be the focus of the story was that particular event. And then the ghost in it found us was someone involved in that event. Really, really, really good question. Oh, and in terms of, oh, challenges, let me think. Um, Honestly, one major challenge I face with almost every book that I write like this, especially with It Found Us, is just that with a mystery like this, right, there are a lot of pieces. There are a lot of clues. And the biggest challenge, I think, is making sure that I have all of my clues in the right places and that I don't put one in and then forget to bring it around to the end of the book, right? Because that would be super frustrating as a reader. If you were reading one of my books and I put all these random clues in and then I never kind of made sense of them for you at the end. So it found us had a lot of clues. And you probably remember that Hazel's journal actually has all those clues written out and she's like scratching things out as she goes. That was also kind of my process. You know, as Hazel was figuring out the mystery, I was taking things off of my list too. Great question. I've heard you love researching forgotten history in Chicago. How does that play into your writing? Absolutely. I feel like with most of my books, that is where my ideas start, to be honest with you. Um, Some people may come up with the characters first. Some people might come up with, you know, some sort of inciting event first. For me, I generally come up with the history first. So I'll give you an example. Um, One of my other books is called Scritch Scratch, and that one revolves around another major Chicago event that happened right downtown a long time ago. And 
people who live in Chicago, people who were raised in Chicago and have lived here their entire lives do not know about this event. And when I uncovered that, again, that was something I felt really compelled to highlight, right? I wanted to put it in my book. Now, one of the things that's cool is that I think when readers pick up one of my books, they're not necessarily thinking, oh, it's a new Lindsay Curry book. I want to learn some history, right? What they're thinking is, ooh, this is going to be scary and there's going to be ghosts and ghost stories. And that's true, but you always get this little bit of history in there with it. So the backstory of my books, of the majority of them, with the exception of one, and I can show you that here in a minute, um, is actually very, very true. So all of the backstory in Scritch Scratch is true, um, all of the backstory in It Found Us, and that's why my author's notes are also really important. So for all of your listeners, if you're reading one of my books, when you finish, don't skip the author's note because usually I'll tell you more about where you can research um, if you want to learn more about that particular event. And I will say this, this is top secret information I'm just giving you because it just happened and it's super cool. I have a book coming out in 2025 with Penguin Random House called It's Watching. This book does not even have a cover yet, okay? But what I know it is going to have is some really cool materials inside of it. There's going to be photos in the back. There's going to be a map in there. And it also has some really interesting Chicago land history. So I cannot wait for you to have a chance to read that one. Because if you liked it, found us, you are going to be all over its watching. That's so cool. Now, the mystery of locked rooms, April 2024. Can you share a sneak peek about the book to our lovely listeners? I can, and I would be thrilled to. I actually brought an ARC with me so I could hold it up for you. So this is an advanced reader copy of the book. So the mystery of locked rooms is really different, and I'm glad you asked about it because this is, I think this surprised a lot of people when I announced this book because this is the first book I've ever written that is very not spooky, okay? I am trading ghosts and graveyards for riddles and trapdoors in this book. It's very different. Um, I call this kind of, um, I would say it's kind of a mashup between, for example, if you've ever read the Mr. Lemoncello's library series, that series, and there's a very old movie called The Goonies that kind of influenced this as well. And maybe a little bit of Willy Wonka. We'll put a little bit of Willy Wonka in there as well in the Chocolate Factory. So the story revolves around three kids. Um, we have Sarah, Hannah, she's swinging across, and West here at the bottom. They call themselves the Deltas, and they call themselves that because they consider themselves to be a team, three sides of the same triangle. You need all three sides for a triangle, so that's why they call themselves that. They are really good at escape rooms. Have you ever done an escape room before? No. Okay, so they are fascinating. Not everyone loves them, okay? I've done escape rooms with my family many times. You go in, you have a set amount of time. You have to try to escape the room using clues, different clues. So you're basically looking for things all over the room and they can be really hard or, or a little bit easier, right? But these kids in this book are super good at them. In fact, they get out of escape rooms quickly that even adults can't get out of. And they're having a great time in an escape room. But when they get home, Sarah, our main character, discovers something called a foreclosure notice on her front door. That means that the bank 
is taking her house back because they're not able to pay to make um, to make their payments on the house anymore. And she's very frightened because that means that they would have to leave and live with her grandmother in another state and she would be separated from Hannah and West. Um, and that's definitely not something that she wants. So they come up with a plan. Her and her friends come up with this plan because they have heard um, a legend that there is an abandoned fun house not too far away and that this fun house was created by three these triplets, these men a long time ago who hid a treasure somewhere in it that no one ever found. Now, we as readers don't know what this treasure is and our characters don't even know if the treasure exists, but they know one thing. If it does exist, if anyone is able to get in and out of that fun house successfully, it would be them because they have the skills, right? Um, And in addition to that, it would save Sarah's house if they could find a treasure, right? Maybe she would be able to stay with her friends. So they decide to sneak in and see if they can find this treasure. The entire book is filled with riddles and puzzles. If you are the type of person who likes to try to figure things out in that kind of a mystery, I think you're going to love it. In fact, if you look at the cover closely, all of the things that you see on the cover are actually clues in the book. The Y here is a wishbone. You see, this is actually a piece of what was called a rotary telephone. This is a compass. We have a key here. We have a goat. I'm not going to tell you why there's a goat on the cover. I want you to read to figure out why there's a goat on the cover. Um, And then we have a key here and even this box down here, which is another clue. So I am so excited about this book. It's very different. But what I say at school visits all the time um, to aspiring writers is that Sometimes it is scary to put yourself out there and try something new, um, but I think it's really important to do, and that's what I did this with, with this book, and it's, um, it's pretty special to me. So I hope you're excited about it. Wow, that's exciting. Can't wait to read the book. I've got so many books of yours to read, and I can't wait to read them. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. It has been a delight for me as well. And I'm going to show you what I've been hiding all this time while we've been on this podcast to say goodbye. Here is Marley. Marley has been on my lap sleeping this entire time, but he wants you to know that he loves your podcast as well. And thank you for hosting us. He's so cute. (laughs) Marley is 14 weeks and he is unimpressed with the weather today. So he's been asleep with me. I told him he could participate in the podcast as long as he didn't snore or do anything that made a bunch of noise. So he's been on my lap the whole time. (laughs) Thank you, Marley. This is the best thing that has ever happened in my show. Awesome listeners, that wraps up our author's corner with the amazing Lindsay Curie. I haven't had the chance to dive into Lindsay Curie's other works yet, but after reading, it found us. I'm definitely adding more of her books to my DBR list. If there's anything like this one, we are in for a treat. Be sure to check out her books. We have now arrived to the last segment on this episode. Word Wonders! The word we're diving into on this episode from the book It Found Us is reconnaissance. It refers to the act of surveying or exploring an area, often to gather information. Let's now reveal the answer to the spooky riddle. 
I hope you remember the riddle. In shadows deep where silent reigns, amongst the stones my secret remains. I'm a puzzle of whispers from days gone by where memories linger and spirits sigh. What am I? The answer to the riddle is a symmetry. Great job if you guessed it right. And if you didn't, no worries. Riddles can be tricky. We'll have another one on our next episode. So be sure to tune in. And with that, we wrap up another episode of the Kids Book Review Podcast. For kids, by kids. Stay tuned for more amazing stories, author interviews, word wonders and brain-teasing riddles in upcoming episodes too. Until next time, happy reading. This is Krish, signing off. Goodbye.